Prioritizing cybersecurity is imperative for small businesses to safeguard their operations and reputation. A successful ransomware attack can result in significant consequences such as financial losses, service disruptions, and harm to the brand image. Rebuilding customer trust or security breach is challenging and may result in the loss of potential clients. We have with us Samir Mathur, Managing Partner, SM Consulting. Samir Mathur has more than three decades of experience in similar work functions. Samir completed his MBA in 1989 post his graduation in science from Hansraj College, Delhi University. Over the last 34 years, Samir has worked for organizations like NIIT, Wipro, Tata Unisys Limited, and Quantum Net Technologies Limited. He is a certified data protection officer and is also a certified information systems auditor. Samir is a member of the governing board at the Asia-Pacific Institute of Management, New Delhi. He has been an entrepreneur for most of his professional life. He is a level B IPMA, International Project Management Associates, Certified Senior Project Director. Welcome to the Do Big Podcast, Samir, and I look forward to an interesting conversation with you on cybersecurity. Yeah, Shital, thanks for that introduction. Uh, uh, yes, cybersecurity is an area of concern amongst all the MSMEs and they understand, especially in the last two, three years when the usage of internet has gone up and the usage of online tools uh, like recording tools and also business applications has gone up. The issue of cybersecurity is an, a big area of concern for most of the MSMEs. The issue today is that the understanding of the threat perception is there, but due to various reasons which we will discuss in, in subsequent, the actual implementation or actionable insights are very few. So I think that's a, that's a big challenge that SMEs are facing. And we as advocacy champions for this, it's our prime job to inform SMEs of the kind of potential threat like you mentioned about ransomware. Ransomware is one of the issues which gets highlighted in the media. So people are worried about ransomware, but there are 10 other issues which could happen. So I, I think uh, it's a very interesting topic and it, it is a topic which needs immediate concern of the SME owners. But yes, there's a concern area, but also quite often ignored area. So Samir, uh, typically in your experience and you've worked with so many organizations, can you tell us the kind of threats that SMEs have faced? So, you know, if you could prioritize the threats, that will be great. But if you could at least talk to us about the kind of threats they are facing. The kind of threat they are facing are, like I said, many in number. But the issue is that most of the threats that are coming, so these are these are concepts which are not very clear to MSMEs. That's why, like I mentioned, that the actionable insights are actionable actions are not there, which means that the threat is not clear to them. For example, in terms of loss of privacy, in terms of loss of data, in terms of loss of valuable asset. It could be a data asset. It could be other assets also. What will a hacker do to us in terms of if the hacker is actually able to get into my network? We've had experience of large SME manufacturing company owners telling us that how does it matter if a hacker gets into our network? What can they take? If they can take our data, it doesn't matter to us. 
so i think that's where lies the problem actual potential loss of data is something that is not clear to most of the uh, sme owners now i am mentioning sme owners is that most of the smes do not have a very mature it security teams so most of the smes are still you know struggling with their let's say erp implementation or crm implementation and security kind of takes a back seat because it is something that is not visible it doesn't actually hamper your daily operations and that's why it is often ignored and that is something that we need to work on okay so um, just out of curiosity samir can you list some of the cybersecurity issues that smes face so like we talked about ransomware what are the others that they face so there is hacking going on there is bot based ransomware where without clicking any link one can get into it there are user account based hacking happening there is identity theft that's happening today users are actually uh, the hackers are gaining gaining entry into your system and sitting in the system for months together just trying to gauge the user behavior and just trying to reach the most potential or the most dangerous victim that they can ho- get hold of it could be the md's laptop it could be the cfo's laptop so so all this user analytic behavior is happening today as a result of which many people are not aware of lot of illegal activity happening in their network actually there is a there is a data survey conducted by international research firms which says that in any network before the user realizes that there is a hacker in my network the average time to find this hacker or just to find not solve the problem is about 180 days which means for 6 months somebody is sitting in your network and and reading your data usage and understanding your user behavior before the user comes to know that there is something wrong with my network can imagine somebody sitting in your home for 6 months understanding that what time people go out what time people go in what time they are kind of resting and what is the most vulnerable time for me to attack them i mean they have all uh, data with them and would this typically happen like you know they would come in through email uh, how would typically a hacker enter a system so yes most of the attacks are happening through email or some kind of uh, endpoints right so so endpoints of course and email is one of the applications which all because it is widely used and one tends to log into email from wherever in country you are in and obviously there are there are unsecured network because i'm traveling to a remote area where the network is not so secure i might you know try to log in from a, a, a network of somebody some else somebody else's office i am there which may not be secure i mean you go to cyber cafes why should we talk of remote location even in cities you go to coffee places and you will find them giving you free wifi because they want you to sit there and use their wifi and probably have coffee and something to eat and you will find comment on your wifi network saying unsecured network which means that the network is, is unsecure still we tend to log in uh, to them and and use all our applications including banking and whatsapp and other things so like i said that the number of threats that are are amazing and especially with the growth of the cloud network things are really got, getting out of hand 
and whatever news we are getting in the media i strongly feel is only the tip of the iceberg the problem is much much deeper okay and you know um, like you mentioned there is growing awareness about cyber security uh, among smes but you also mentioned that it is difficult and it's a struggle to get into translated into actionable insights where is the struggle and why is there a struggle on the actionable insights so two three points like i mentioned that you know the problem but there are no visible symptoms that my work is going on my erp is working i am able to do data entry in my accounting i am able to take out invoices i am able to create my balance sheet i am able to work on my hrms attendance system is working customer relationship management software everything is working what is there is a the problem it's not it's not visible right point number 1 Point number two, the biggest challenge I feel is the lack of availability of manpower. There are international surveys which says that the demand for security professionals is is running into millions within India only, and that's why the government is also trying to initiate this as a concept of raising awareness amongst the users in terms of their their understanding of the data, how that data as an asset is something that needs to be taken care of. Uh, the government. as for the information of all the listeners have recently passed bill also called the dptp act which was passed as recently as uh, august of 23 which talks specifically of protection of the personal data of the individual and uh, you have all these controversies around deep fakes that's happening and this is actually on like i said only the tip of the iceberg so coming back to the example of sme owners especially in the manufacturing who are sitting in remote areas and for them of course lack of trained manpower is a big issue even if they were to realize that we need to invest in cyber security products where do they have people to be able to manage those uh, products that they will buy that's why we have offerings on saas platforms we have offering on cloud where you need not manage you just install the systems and the management is done by the concerned company at the back end so those kind of offerings uh, uh, are something that are already picking up the other thing is that even if the intent is there and even if the teams are there the lack of awareness amongst the users which means that if i were to install the best systems in my organization and i would buy the state of the art equipment but if my users are not aware of how to use it systems and where all to take the right uh, uh, precautions i can still be hacked but somebody could you know press on a link and everything goes haywire so so it's a mixture of these three four parameters which have to be taken care of so a lot of people talk about the fact that you know smb should consider implementing a cyber risk quantification solution which really is getting an understanding of the cyber security you know posture and how the and helps them make informed decisions just talk us through a little more about what this could mean for an smb what does you know cyber risk quantification mean both in terms of risk management both the quality of the risk and the quantity of the risk are are very very important unfortunately this is a concept which is just taking off in the sme sector on many people were aware of this and this is since this is a service which does cost a lot of amount and 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 it's a rather a costly service from sme point of view but uh, there are now online tools available which will do it for you on a, on a saas model which will, which means you need not 
employ people uh, full time in your office the the biggest threat actually comes from the vendors which means if you are connected to your vendors which most of the smes are and vendors are still smaller companies they might be the m out of the msme and of course therefore them cybersecurity is not a big concern neither do they have budgets nor do they have awareness for this and once your system is connected to your vendor system then that's the biggest risk which means the hackers can get it through the vendors network we have this concept of tprm the third party risk management tools which i think are very good they are coming up in terms of the actual quantification and the quality of risk like i mentioned there is a, the concept of a pi index which means the probability of risk and the impact of risk sometimes the probability of risk is high but the impact is low so i might kind of ignore that because everything turns into uh, you know commercial angle but if the probability is low and the impact is high and moment the impact of the risk happening is high which means that somebody can actually take control of my it systems and can stop my billing like it, it has happened in a very large hospital Uh, and other places also they can actually take over your systems and not let you work and then we have those you know ransomware and the cryptocurrency being paid and all that so the issue of awareness the issue of actually going through the whole process creating uh, like you said a risk management quantification chart matrix using the pi index yes is the is a very good solution for these smes to to at least understand their uh, risks so sabir so you know when you talked about this whole thing of a hospital and the billing process stop it almost seemed like an ott um, episode to me and uh, <laughs> i was just thinking uh, you know maybe can you share and we don't expect you to share clients but can you share one or two examples of what has happened uh, when an smb has faced a cyber security issue so what kind of an attack happened what kind of a threat happened and what how do you mitigate i can give you many many examples for example one manufacturing company that we were advising on their cyber security posture based out of punjab large company couple of 100 million dollars million dollars and one fine morning lot of their vendors started getting mails from their system saying that because you have not paid your amounts for the last transaction we are stopping your payment or something like that so as a result there was panic in the i mean they they have a very large channel network all over the country and outside india also and so this was a typical attack uh, instigated by malicious actors the idea was to create panic and then based on that people will panic take some wrong action and then they will take control so this was just i would say teaser given to the management that either hear us hear us or or pay our ransom what they are asking for and there was panic all over the partner network that, that what is this happening and it was basically a spam they didn't have a proper anti spam software so one of the out of the thousands of users uh, that they have probably 1500 or 1600 users one user was attacked and from this user hundreds of mails went early in the morning before even the office opened so so all their vendors and dealers and customers large customers also got mails that that we are stopping your payment and there are always a lot of a lot of panic and stuff because these are our core products and at the user end 
at the customer end work would have stopped at the stop the deliveries so like this uh, there are there are many examples we have examples of personal data being misused within the organization one very very important part is we tell that most of the leakages happen from internal resources only this is also a survey that has been done that it has it is done by existing or ex employees only so which becomes a, of course becomes an hr issue that why are our employees only turning against us because you know there are n number of reasons but yes in another customer there was a, a, a case of somebody using facebook live to give out wrong data or a wrong message there are so many examples where in the last year or so since the press has got hold of this news uh, that the large companies have been uh, have been targeted and and it becomes very very difficult for them to come back into business and uh, we have the example of maggi being targeted we have the example of large delivery apps food delivery apps being targeted we have examples of you know pathological labs being targeted which are carrying medical data I and mean, that's the most sensitive data that can can carry that can happen that can be leaked so so the examples are numerous Okay, so that's interesting. So on one side, we have cybersecurity, which is becoming a growing problem. And while you've spoken about the large organizations, what you're really saying is that SMBs are soon going to be the next target of these hackers and these fishers and things like that, uh, because there are only so many large companies, but there's a much larger pool of MSMEs available to them. Switching gears a bit, um, one aspect. which is also very large as far as cybersecurity is concerned is also data privacy and i just wanted to understand that uh, you know what is happening in the space of data privacy and why is it that smes need to start focusing on data privacy because i think all of us have not really as smes or msmes not really focused on data privacy in the past Uh, globally there's a lot of conversations around data privacy and personal data privacy and you know consumers data and things like that but in india it's becoming a conversation today so what is it that uh, is happening in the environment which smes must take notice of absolutely sheetal so the concept of personal privacy has been discussed in india also over the last 10 15 20 years the first version of this bill that i mentioned came was introduced almost 18 20 years back but it was largely ignored by the concerned authorities and by the people also because there was there was no clarity on what privacy personal privacy is all about forget data privacy supreme court in one of their judgments a uh, uh, few years back clarified that right to privacy is a basic right as defined in the constitution and that was a time when people woke up that this is a very very important topic to be taken care of now this was personal privacy that privacy every individual of the country every citizen of the country minor major adult old the right to privacy is a basic right so this was a ruling given by supreme court few years back and that's why like i said the system started moving and then we introduced a law uh, bill on this and there was a lot of discussions there coming back to the point see personal privacy is something that that is still not understood and it's a, it's a very abstract topic frankly you go to a showroom today and they say please share your your number sheetal bam we will send you some discount coupons and you don't feel like giving your number you don't give your number tomorrow 
after a week you go to another outlet who's also unknown to you like this outlet they say if you can give your number we'll uh, then you give your number so the it's not that you are not concerned about privacy but maybe you were in a better mood and you like the person and then you shared your number so i'm saying that this is one the secondly uh, we have this concept especially in metros of people putting cameras on their main gate or main door and which is covering the road also which is covering the neighbor's house also probably so all these are invasions of privacy so one has to understand that before data privacy we need to understand privacy it's a long topic but let me come to personal data privacy the law is very clear that personal data is something there is a term in the act called pii personally identifiable information whichever information whichever data can be connected back to me which could be my name samir mathur which could be my number which could be my mail id which could be my medical data which could be my financial data that's all pii now that needs to be protected coming back to sme sme owners need to make sure that all personal data of individuals that they are carrying is properly protected which means there is no breach this is one of the very few laws in india shital where the act has defined the penalties inside the act which, which means it's printed and the penalties start from 10 crore and goes till 250 crores for large organization and applicable to all companies which are doing business in india it's only digital based data if you are if you are copying your data on a piece of diary or register that's not covered but the moment you are covering copying that data from your register to your excel sheet that becomes digital data we have visitors logbook in so many government offices where they write your number name everything and then they are if they are converting it into an excel sheet then comes as part of the digital data so the law says that at any cost you have to ensure that this does not get leak the personal data this is not about erp data this is not about financial data the personal data and in case there is a breach there are huge penalties like i said going up to 20 crores coming back to your point of msmes msmes are actually at a bigger threat of being hacked because the level of cyber security there is pretty low like we have discussed right so the msme owners especially the ones who are carrying crucial data carrying personal data sensitive data need to immediately start looking at this as a as a concern area there is an option of conducting what is known as a harm audit Um, harm audit is a concept, Chital, where we conduct an audit to actually quantify what harm will come to the customer in case of a data breach of personal data, right? So these are all advanced concepts, but my request to my, I will urge all SME owners to look into this uh, as something which is not from the compliance point of view, not from the penalty point of view, from the point of view of the fact that it can really spoil. the life of an individual if the personal data is misused after hacking from your organization so we are there categories or you know are there industries where you think that this could be more damaging than others so let's say for example do you think healthcare data versus you know just basic mobile phone data i'm just trying to understand is there like a industries which are more which could have far more serious repercussions over industries which may not have as much serious repercussions see obviously the, the the first industry that comes to mind is bfsi the banking 
finance, insurance kind of sector that's come. Healthcare is of course one. But even services industry, manufacturing industry, whoever is carrying personal data, which all of us are, employee data, our vendor data, our customer data. There are, for example, the food delivery apps, ticket booking apps, movie hall booking apps. They're all carrying our personal data, right? Our banking apps are carrying our personal data. Could be financial, could be medical data. I would not prioritize. But yes, uh, in terms of uh, uh, compliance, I think BFSI industry is something which has which has taken the lead in terms of using this um, as a tool or understanding the ramifications of of this act if they were not to take care of the deal. Um, you know, a lot of SMEs or MSMEs are also partners to much larger organizations, which could be both uh, national in nature and global in nature. How should MSMEs who are working with global organizations or large national organizations. Why does this whole security and privacy become even more critical for them? It's a very good question, Sheetal. We have had customers with us where their foreign partners or even customers, they could be buying or selling to them. They have stopped doing business or reduced the business because of lack of security posture in the MSME. Remember, we, we had that movement of textile industry and garment industry suffering by saying that if you are using child labor in your company, we will not buy from you. And if you go to any large industrial area where garment manufacturing is is happening, you will find large posters saying that in our manufacturing unit, no child labor is being used because that came as a pressure from the customers in Europe and US. In this case, the ramifications are much, much higher, especially with the introduction of GDPR, which happened few years back. Most of the European, America also has a law called CCPA. So does Australia and Singapore and Dubai. All the developed nations have laws, very, very strict laws regarding this. You'll be surprised to know more than 125, 126 countries in the world have uh, personal data privacy laws. It does happen that they need to abide by those laws, whether you are buying from an OEM outside India or, or selling to them. Yes, this is a major area of concern and especially let's consider, for example, GDPR. Now, GDPR, if you are carrying any data of a European citizen in your company, through whatever means, if you are serving a European company, you are a back-end data center or you are a back-end service provider to them and as a result, you are carrying any personal data of any European citizen, EU citizen, and you are bound by GDPR laws. Like I said, it's a very vast topic. And and one needs to be aware. So I would say that there's no need to panic on this. It's not that it's going to come to all of us. But I think one of the biggest uh, movement that is happening also that the users, especially the young users, the Gen X and the Gen Z are, are, are already aware of this because of their presence on social media. And they would feel much more comfortable in working in a company where they feel that uh, my personal data here is properly protected. Typically, when you think about SMEs and the way they handle cybersecurity, they have things like firewalls or email security, you know, the basic steps in place. Most of them, and like you mentioned, doing advanced things cost money and therefore, you know, if I can manage with the basics uh, is how a lot of MSMEs look at security. Chal jayega. Uh, you know, I should be able to manage it. If you had to advise them, and I'm just saying, 
maybe two or three steps that you can tell SMEs that they must take so that they enhance their cybersecurity measures beyond just the absolute basics? What would those two or three steps be? Very good uh, point you have raised. So let me give you an example on this. You mentioned about firewalls and endpoint securities and email securities and stuff like that. So most of the MSMEs that we work with, even if they have these devices or, or solutions installed there, they're not aware of it. I mean, it's, it's they bought it and they installed it and after that, nothing happened. For example, let's take a firewall only. Now, firewall is, is an authentication device. Firewall is like a guard standing in, the, in front of your building or in front of a network in case of a firewall. And he's just authenticating that the person who's coming inside is either an employee of the company or he's a visitor, but whom he's going to meet, the visitor is kind of confirming his identity. That Mr. XYZ has come. He's not an employee of the company, but please let him come because he has come to meet me. Authenticating the user is what the firewall does. I might be an authenticated user to your factory, but I might be carrying pen drive with me in my pocket, which I can go and install or steal data from your organization. The firewall is not carrying the content of the person who is coming, is not checking the content. Means I could be a ransomware bot. I could go and sit inside, hide. I'll say, where is the washroom? Where is the coffee? There and there. I go and hide in the building somewhere. Nobody is bothered that you came and you never went out. How it, it starts. So, so I'm saying updating the existing product policies is something that is of area of concern. That's why I am. So the first thing we check is our, our policies, existing email security policies, existing firewall policies. We find that the firewall policies, if they bought the firewall eight years back, firewall policies was discussed by the concerned vendor. They were told to the vendor, vendor installed, uh, implemented the policy, walked off. After that, nobody has bothered to open that and see whether there are changes to be done. It all comes back to how much mind share you are giving to this as a problem, how much awareness you have that this is an issue which Ideally, firewall policy should be checked every quarter, if not every month. But I know customers who have not looked at their firewall policy for five years, which means so many new things would have happened. But you are just, it's a tick mark on your KRA that, yes, I bought a firewall, it's running, and, and that's it. These measures, uh, before we, whatever is there, we find a lot of gaps there. Uh, there is no risk management in place. Third party, Risk management is not even discussed in MSMEs. I think these are all concern areas which they need to take care of. And before we wrap up, my last question to you. So let's say I'm an MSME or our listeners are MSMEs. And can you kind of list five factors that especially SMEs should look into when they're looking at a cybersecurity solution to ensure that it is effective? So you could give me three factors or five factors, but the top five factors that they should look for in a cybersecurity solution. I think the first factor is management or leadership buy-in. I always say that you can't run your factory without a fire alarm system. The authorities will not give you permission to run your factory without a fire alarm. But how come you are getting a permission to run your network system without any security? So like you, you insist that I, I want a fire alarm, I want the AC in my factory, 
Similarly, please consider cybersecurity as a basic step. So, like I said, that first is look at the policies being implemented for whatever you already have. Like I gave an example of firewall. So, look at updating your products to the latest offering from the concerned vendors. Understanding the policies, actually implementing policies. Management has to understand that the policies are for your own good. Please don't ignore the policies. Second is that you have to you have to run awareness program amongst all your staff. The awareness programs, when we talk of running awareness programs, the IT teams are put in front put, put in front. Saying that IT ko sikhadiya to sub That's not right. IT is only an implementer. If your HR fellows, accounts fellows, sales fellow, marketing teams, the guard and all that who are also part of the same network, IT network, if they are not following those norms, then the whole, you might have the best of the tools, it's not going to happen. So awareness programs, management buy-in, and then comes the actual products to be bought. You might spend a crore of rupee on buying the best product, but leakages will happen if those two are not followed. And most of the IT heads tell us that the plouting of the norms are happening from the top level, which is where the gap is. Then you come to actual products. And I think the actual products, one should look at buying something which is the state of the art, which is proactive. Most of the people end up buying a firewall, which is a reactive product, which means that after the incident has happened, after hacking has happened, it will let you know. Email security, if you are not able to, basic email securities or endpoint securities or firewalls are not going to stop the new hackers. The hackers are much, much smarter than we are. So it's not going to stop. So we need to look at, we need to get into the mind of the hacker and decide what is he thinking about. So hacking are two kinds. One is for money. Other is for spoiling your reputation. Two kind of hacking. So, so we need to be clear on what kind of uh, devices we should buy. We should buy products which stop hackers from coming. Not only reporting that what has happened already. So instead of post incidents, we need to buy. There are many, many AI based analytical tools which are available, not very costly. AI doesn't mean very high cost. Very, very reasonably priced tools which are available in the market, which basically you mentioned about risk management. It prioritizes your risk. There are there are 25 risks in your network. Out of these 25, these five are the highest impact. The tool will do for you. And then you need to create a strategy to mitigate those five risks. So this, if if you are an SME, which is looking at forward looking and you are looking at something, not only reporting what hacker having got in, stopping the hacker from coming in, then you need to go the AI analytical tool way. Great. That, Samir, brings us to the end of today's episode. I, I'm sure that we all learned a lot from you. And yes, it's very interesting that when you talk about the fact that first you have to check your own readiness before you start implementation. And I think that's something that most MSMEs need to get their mindsets to shift into saying this is a potential threat which could happen to my brand. And therefore, I need to invest in this just like I invest in manufacturing, just as I invest in brand building and everything else. Um, thank you so much for your valuable time and thank you so much for making this complex subject a little more 
easy to understand uh, during our conversation. So an absolute pleasure having you on the Dubik podcast. Thank you, Shito. Thank you. Same here, same here, same here. And wonderful chatting with you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Shito. Thank you for tuning in to the Dubik podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to providing insights, strategies, and success stories of smart digital solutions for SMEs. We believe that behind every successful business, there's a strong foundation of reliable and secure technology, be it digital connectivity, cloud infra, cloud apps, collaboration tools, or cybersecurity solutions. In a rapidly evolving digital world where technology is key to progress, Tata Tele Business Services stands at the forefront of digital transformation of SMEs. Tata Tele Business Services, with their extensive experience and commitment to empowering businesses, understands the unique needs of SMEs. Tata Tele Business Services, with their extensive experience and commitment to empowering businesses, understands the unique needs of SMEs. Whether it's scalable connectivity, robust communication tools, or tailored ICT solutions, Tata Tele Business Services is here to propel your business forward. Tata Tele Business Services is synonymous with innovation, reliability, and transformative solutions. With a legacy spanning decades, Tata Tele Business Services has been empowering businesses and transforming lives across the nation. So, if you're ready to take your organization to new heights of success, we encourage you to explore the transformative possibilities that Tata Tele Business Services has to offer. Our contact details are in the description below. Remember, we're available on major podcast platforms. So if you enjoyed today's conversation, subscribe to our podcast for future episodes, which we promise will be packed with equally valuable insights on questions entrepreneurs face as they digitize and scale businesses with the help of technology. Don't forget to rate and review our podcast as well as share it with peers, colleagues and other entrepreneurs like yourself who will benefit from listening to it. Thank you for listening to us. And until the next time, keep embracing technology and may your business thrive in the digital era.